welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are recapping episode seven of The Pretty Little Liars. The Homecoming Hangover. Homecoming Hangover. Yeah. And I still love that title. I said it last week. I'm doubling down. Before we get started, I just want to say, I don't know how I feel about this. There's a tweet and corresponding TikToks circling the web about how The Pretty Little Liars dress business casual. And I just want to say... We've been saying We've this. We've been saying that. And I'm seeing other people's shit blowing up. And I'm like, okay, well, number one, if y'all felt like that, speak up. Speak <laughs> up. Join us. Let us know we're not alone in rewatching this goddamn show. I do want to say, today I took a walk down memory lane. Oh. And I walked through... Or <laughs> I don't have a walk-in I walk closet. Through my closet. I took a peek through my closet. Uh, me and Lily did actually, and y'all know Lily. You remember Lily? <laughs> get the fingers. I'm getting <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff, and I wanted to make sure that I don't know why I thought Lily would want literally anything from my closet from when I was 14. Lily's like out of like her top three favorite things to do. At least number two is like ripping Phoebe's style <laughs> to shreds, and Phoebe. No, Phoebe. Period. It's okay, maybe, but also Phoebe did win best dress in eighth grade, which is literally a mystery to all of us. It shouldn't really be. Here's the what thing. do you, it shouldn't really be. We went through your closet today. No, I know, but I was always put together. My so she would go were, to Old Navy and she'd be like, I'll take five of everything. So I want the same thing. <laughs> I want one color. of everything. But if you have multiple colors, I'll take five of those things. And, and then, then she I, just cycled them through. Yeah. And then I'd go to the Gap and do the same thing. There's some pieces from J. Crew that was a little Vineyard bit, Vines. Oh, Vineyard Vines was my I okay. Actually, my toxic trait is that I would still fight for Vineyard Vines. I want to reclaim. Would? I tweeted this the other day. I was drunk when I tweeted it, but I, I want to reclaim Vineyard Vines. I love maybe not everything, but their T-shirts. Like I feel you like, like the fabric. I but was you don't saying like all of this only because I too, apparently, had a liking for business casual as a teen so someone commented on one of our tiktoks so this is a good set a good segue someone commented on one of our tiktoks and said that we should talk about where we think spencer shops yeah but i want to talk about where everybody would shop because this is like such a thought-provoking question so for me my thoughts for spencer i have like a top few j crew on the list for sure if she was shopping now made well yeah, she'd be made well. She maybe even like um, Ann Taylor. Yeah, like I could see her mom like getting her stuff from. Ann yeah, Taylor but like Ann Taylor's like trying to get younger. Yeah, so I could see Melissa being like, "Well, I always shop here anyway," and like, and right. then Spencer liking it. Or like the Gap, but like, what's an upscale? I don't know about the, the Gap. I for some reason I don't think the Gap. For I her. think it's too low budget for her. But I could see her go, like going into like a Macy's or a Nordstrom and going to the for the sure Nordstrom. The yeah. Lacoste, Ralph Polo. Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Spencer for sure. She's all those preppy stores. Um, I know immediately Hannah and Aria. Delia's. Okay, Aria Delia's. No question about it. Aria Delia's wet seal. She might see Hannah in the wet seal store because it definitely state. caters to both. Yeah, well, free. I would say free people because Altered State wasn't a thing. Okay, So free fair. people kind of look going on there. Um, even like Buckle. 
Yeah. You know? Yes, the boots. Yeah, buckle and like the belts and things like that. Hannah, Charlotte Roos. Charlotte Roos, <laughs> Aldo, and the occasional wet seal. And I will like, not be taking questions whoa, on that. Wait, okay. Add these to Aria's list. Francesca's? For sure. And, and, well, and Hannah. See, I think Aria and Hannah might like be able to wave to each other in some of these stores. Like, go shopping episode, together. We were like, why would Hannah be asking Aria for jewelry for homecoming? Yeah, Maybe but there you why. go. Because she's like, oh my God, I saw you in Charlotte Roos and you got those earrings. and Right. But hot topic for Aria pre- Allison's yes death. yes yes i could see her being like i just get my graphic tees from there or like something right. or like, like my that belts. yeah my belts um but also buckle i don't know but emily gives me gap and the children's place i know i was gonna <laughs> say that or like i mean old navy old navy but i really see her as like gap she's like preppy i get you know what back to spencer i could see spencer going to anthropology too oh you know what I mean? And Aria. Yes, but I think it's more like Spencer has the more like elevated, like mature style. And Aria is more like eclectic and kooky. And so <laughs> I feel like Aria actually like wouldn't like the stuff in anthropology yet because she'd be like, it's too old. But Spencer's got this like mature style because she has a 24 year old woman. Right. So then she would like that. And she has the budget. We don't know that Aria mm-hmm. does. And now I'm going to speak to Allie because Caroline can't quite yeah. speak to Allie. I would say limited to she's 12. <laughs> Maybe uh, like J. Jill. Where did teacher shop? What? Where did teacher shop? I'm sorry. Girl, you don't know what's coming for you. Okay, well, let's just live in the moment. Like be fucking present for once in your life. Okay, wherever she get on the yellow t- Claire's. I would say also Charlotte Roos wet seal. When I think of Charlotte Roos, well, I that think yellow and I think frills. That would explain why Hannah shops there now. Yes. If Allie shops there. Aha. Uh-huh. You've struck something brilliant, young Thank Padawan. You. Thanks. 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 You got to put that F on it if you're going to get really cockney with it. Perfect. Anyway, um, this user also asked about home stuff. I mean, I would say I, I, I don't know as much, but I think I'm seeing like a Williams-Sonoma style kitchen for Spencer. Lake Crusade. For sure, Lake Crusade. But she's going probably like gray. Like she's going kind of simple. Because she's like, I wanted to go with, right. like, whatever. I'm going to move houses. I wanted to go with any house that I live in kind of thing. Um, and I also think Spencer, the anthropology outlet, not the outlet, just anthropology. But right. that's where you can get a lot of furniture. Because, again, she's got that, like, unique eclectic style, but in this very, like, mature, sophisticated kind of way. Yeah. Aria's thrifting. Urban Outfitters, she's too. She's getting, like, lots of colors. She's going to Urban Outfitters and buying the things that look like they were thrifted, and she's going home and being like, I just picked it up. Like, yes. And at Ezra's a random like, thrift. just like, babe, that is awesome. I know. And then he's like, I have the same fucking one at home, and I'm saying the same shit. Like, I'm also <laughs> saying I'm doing that. Hannah. Target. Oh my god! Why did I even waste a second thinking about and that? Target, Target, and like I feel like once she has like a home, like she's like older, she's definitely she and Emily. I could see them leaning into like the Joanna Gaines, Joanna Gaines energy. for sure. I also see. Well, I kind of think here's what I here's what I think. Emily, hearth and hand, Joanna Gaines, no doubts about it. Hannah, I think is more in like the threshold kind okay. of like Opal House Jungle place, um, at this time. Okay. Purely based on what she's wearing. That's like where I get that vibe because we haven't even seen her bedroom. God, she's the only person we haven't seen her bedroom. But I th- I don't think we get one until like season two. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, if I'm looking at her it's kitchen, awesome. I'm like, there's no personality here. I don't, 
I could see Spencer's mom being like, I don't have time to go pick up the new armoire. I have to go. And Spencer's like, I'll do it. And she's like, can you pick it out too? And then Spencer does. And like, you know, I just feel like she's, yeah, she's actually an old soul. She just would never say she is. Right. So hopefully this answers your question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had fun answering that. I like questions like that. Yeah, for sure. So now we're going to kind of hop in. Caroline's going to give us a recap from last week. This is something we're going to try to start doing just so you guys are kind of caught up before we... You can all be in, like, the right headspace. Right, exactly, because last week the episode was two hours, so... Yeah, lots of info jam-packed, jam guys. It's not something that we're trying to get in the habit of these longer apps, but also you're welcome for the content. <laughs> um, okay, so last week we had There's No Place Like Homecoming, so that's what it's all about. All the girls go. Hannah goes with Sean. Spencer takes Alex, the country club boy. Um, and they have a kind of a weird moment that's also really hot where she's decorating for homecoming. And he's like, I'm going to buy a suit. And she's like, no, you're poor. And, it, and then they like kiss and it's hot. Ari goes stag. And then Emily goes with Toby. Toby asks Emily to go to homecoming. This is very dramatic for obvious reasons, but also because Hannah Marin approached Maya and said, I think Emily would be happy to see you at homecoming. So Maya goes to homecoming thinking she's going to see Emily. Big bummer when Toby and Emily walk in and make this huge entrance with a spotlight. Anyway, Melissa's there because she's presenting homecoming queen because she was homecoming queen in the past. She and Spencer get into a little tiff and Melissa ends up ruining everything and Alex leaves. Aria has to go work in a booth because Spencer's organizing their homecoming and is making her do it. And she works it with Ezra Fitz. And they have like a weird kind of fight while people watch and she ends up leaving. Hannah and Sean kind of fighting. We don't love Sean in this episode. That's just kind of what it is. Everyone is super concerned because Emily came with Toby. They're all worried about Emily. They're all scared of Toby. They're like, why the hell didn't you tell me this? Hannah pulls Emily aside and she's like, I thought you were coming with Maya. Emily freaks out and Toby approaches. Everyone's so worried about this because they saw that Toby had a tattoo. They were trying to figure out what that meant. Now Emily's here with them. So they send Hannah back to the therapist's office to go get Jenna's file because they think Jenna is going to that therapist. She ends up having Lucas take her. She misses the homecoming queen and king crowning. And Sean is super pissed about that. Emily and Toby are talking in a room. They go up to the chem lab. Why do they need to be alone? It's really stupid. And Aria sends Emily a text saying, we know that Toby killed Allison. Emily tries to run away. Toby ends up getting hurt. Emily's running, running, running through a random as hell fun house. She falls. We don't know what happened to her. Aria and Ezra have a moment in the hallway where we find out Ezra got a haircut for Aria. Anyway, boring, boring, boring. Hannah gets back with the file. We found out it's actually Toby's file, not Jenna. Jenna was called in one time to see if she was okay with Toby coming home. So we are making inferences from this. Um, they try to find Emily. They don't. We see Jenna in a fun house for five seconds. And that is what you missed on last week's Pretty Little Liars. All right. So that was awesome. And now we're going to hop into Homecoming Hangover. Well, we open with the three most useless people on planet Earth. Truly, these girls have zero pep in their step, zero urgency. Literally, it's it's Hannah, Aria, and Spencer. They're running through the hall of Rosewood High. <laughs> Emily, 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 and they're barely running. Like, I take your fucking shoes off. Literally, and they like round the corner and immediately just stop down there. Like, they don't keep 
It's as if they've going, seen something. Right. It's as if they've like seen a clue that would make them think Emily was close by. Otherwise, why don't you keep running? Take the high heels off and run. So they get to this hallway and Spencer turns the light on and it's like flickering and flickering. And I was like, did I forget that the power's out? Like what? Why is the light flickering? Phoebe said budget cuts, of course. Why would Spencer be in a public school? And I think that's a valid question. That's a valid question. Um, but they finally have the brilliant idea to actually call Emily. Y'all did not already do this. Ari is like, I'm going to call her till she picks up. They call and they hear her phone ringing in the chem lab. And what do they remember. do? They walk to the phone. Walk us. Well, they might have been a little bit spooked and scared. Like they probably thought Toby was still in there. They Girl. obviously think they think something horrible happened to Emily. No excuses. I mean, you're right. I would, I would, I would move with haste, but also with caution. Yeah, and they're like, it's sa- they're sauntering to class, is what they're doing. That's true. That very low urgency. They do find Emily's phone in the chem lab, along with a bunch of broken glass. The room was in disarray, and there is blood on the ground, which they assume to be Emily's. I actually think it's Toby's, though, right? At that point. Yeah, because she hasn't fallen at that point. Yeah. And I think it's Spencer that says, oh, my God, is that blood? And No, it's Hannah. Oh, and then Spencer goes, don't go there. Yeah, it's like, well, why are we not going? We can see that there's blood. Don't go there. What else? Ketchup? Did you think there was ketchup in the chem lab? There's, like, broken beakers. Yes. All that like stuff in the back Emily's of the... Emily's br- like, phone is... Come on, Come girl. on. I, I, okay. Spencer, you're supposed to be the smart one. You're acting like well, a dumb Well, this bitch. is kind of like when she was in the woods and there was that noise that was obviously a human. She's and like, Spencer it's a goes, bunny rabbit. <laughs> or whatever she said. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, we find out, though, Emily's not in the chem lab. She's actually in the back seat of Toby's car. They're both bleeding from their heads. They have matching cute. wounds. It is so cute for their friendship. Yeah, I love. I bet they're going to take, like, silly, goofy pics together. I bet they already did. Like, on the MacBook like, photo booth. So Toby's driving Emily to the hospital. We don't know what happened. We did see her fall in the last episode, so. She's got a pretty severe gash to the head. And she's unconscious, so it's really not looking good. If I were Toby, I would be literally scared out of my mind. He absolutely should be, and we'll find that he was. So we open on Emily's brand new Toyota Camry. No, it is a Toyota Corolla. They all look the fucking same. You are butchering that. I have a question. What? Did we even... Emily did not even freaking enter. Ooh, what if this is like a goblet of fire situation? <laughs> a put her Harry, name in. <laughs> did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Like that kind of thing? Exactly. <laughs> I think we're going to have a moment very similar to that. Oh my God, really? It's going to be Alex. Alex is going to oh, come to Emily. No, it's Melissa. Like, I need another car. It would no, actually it's be, be Melissa. Melissa. She's going to be like, Alex needed that car. She's like, seriously, Emily? How selfish of you. Yeah, but my question is, congratulations is written over the entire windshield. <laughs> did she drive that home? Oh, no, she did not drive that home last yeah, night. Yeah, no, come on. I forgot what happened to her for a moment. <laughs> we can't forget for long because we immediately pan up into Emily's room. Well, we see the cops are at the house. Right, right. Right behind the, the Toyota Corolla. Very Marin of the Fields. And very so- Marin of the Fields. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like, like a flower. Yeah. This is a Marin of the field. <laughs> All the girls except for Hannah are in Emily's room we'll get to that recapping. And they're actually giving out some very, very, very important information. And Emily is, is I think she's supposed to act like kind of like the audience because Emily's sitting in this bed having this explained to her. And she's, I, I, it seems like she's having a tough time understanding because Spencer and Arya, like, Toby and Jenna were involved, like, to get, like they were together. Yeah. And Emily looks at them, and she goes, Shane Mitchell eyes, picture it. She goes, like, 
romantically. <laughs> yeah. yeah girl did you hit your head real hard if you were not processing what they meant by that why else yeah of course they're involved they're step siblings no we mean that way yeah they have developed a theory about why toby killed allison because they've now settled their mind on the fact that like toby has killed allison they solved the case they're kind of jumping the gun they're kind of jumping the gun and now they're like well why did right. he do it and so they have put together in their minds that based on the file you know they know Jenna and Toby had some weird kind of relationship. So they said, I bet they were hooking up in the garage or the shed. And that's what Allie saw when she went to throw the thing. And then Toby knows that she's the only one who had seen it. And that's why that was his motive for wanting to kill her. So that's what they have decided happened. And Emily, again, is not buying it. She, after last night, she still thinks Toby is a good guy, which they can't understand. Um, she's like, I just think that if he wanted to kill me, like he killed Allison, why am I sitting here? Instead of in a body bag. And Arya's like, oh. <laughs> Arya has a sigh. A moment of realization, if you will. <laughs> she's like, Ugh. You're really throwing a wrench in our plans, yeah, she's like, that's Emily. actually a really good point. You Damn are it. alive. And he had you alone for a long, long time. No thanks to us. No thanks to actually, them. Actually, all thanks to them. Actually, all thanks to them. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so Emily's not really buying it at this point. I'm cracking up at a moment we're about to have with Pam Fields that is so polar opposite of our mother. We're now seeing the cop and Mrs. Fields talking about what could have happened. Pam has no idea that Emily and Ben broke up. The cop says they can see on the footage that Emily's date just brought her by and left. And Pam goes, that doesn't sound a lot like Ben. To that I say, I know I actually is, wrote a note about this. This I was like, is so. Hmm. You might. I think you're having a different moment with our mom, but this is so no, yeah. our mom because our mom would absolutely know if we broke up with a boy. Well, 100. percent But what I was actually gonna say is, Pam, Ben is way scarier than Toby. Absolutely. <laughs> you're oh like, my that god. That doesn't sound like Ben. That's what she says. She's it like, that doesn't sounds, sound like Ben. Um, it sounds exactly like. Actually, ben. here's what Ben would have done in this situation. He would have said, Emily, get up, <laughs> and he would have carried her in there. And probably... He might have left her there. He might have just waited until she woke up. He might have left her in the fun home. And been like, he would have found the girls. <laughs> and been like, hey, Emily fell. I got Can you go. help her? I have to go to the after party. Yeah. Yeah, Noel's, like, Noel is throwing a, a rager. Yeah. No parental units in this time zone. No like, parental units. <laughs> um, yeah, Pam is oblivious, but also like to the fact that Ben's not a good guy. But she immediately has to backtrack and pretend like she did know Toby well, and Emily were together. The cop goes, Ben? Who's Who's Ben? ben? I She's love like it. her boyfriend, her date. And he's like, no, she went with Toby. And for a second, Pam was like, Toby Cavanaugh? Like, why? No, she didn't. And the cop's like, you didn't know that? And, and then she's she like, has no, to back yeah, her. I did. She's yeah, like, no, I, did, of, yeah, I mean, I of course I knew that. And this is the part that is so different than our mother because the cop's like, well, is there anything? Like, did she, she really tell you anything about how she's hurting or like what happened? And she goes, what Emily told you is the truth. My daughter doesn't lie. <laughs> um, if this was my mother, she'd be like, well, I'm sure Caroline made everything up. So <laughs> we need to go actually check with her because she's yeah, a little she lying a, sack of shit. Do you have a lie detector in your car by she's chance? She's like, actually, do you have handcuffs? <laughs> Get handcuffs. Bring them up. Act like she's getting arrested. Pretend to arrest my daughter for giving a false testimony to the police, please. Because this is a learning lesson. And we're about learning here. We're not like those yes parents. We're the no parents on the street. And so I come down like, mom, I literally told the truth. She's like, stop lying. I would literally have to take a lie detector test to prove that I was, in fact, telling the truth. Our mother, and she will tell you this too, always will put us in the wrong before anybody else. <laughs> she will always be like, oh, there was a fight at school. Caroline started it. 
No, I agree. I agree, Caroline. And they're like, no, ma'am, Caroline did not start it. She's like, are you sure? Caroline are you actually, sure? Caroline was actually in class, nowhere near the scene of the crime. Caroline was reading at her desk. <laughs> She's like, are you sure she didn't start that fire and then run? <laughs> are you sure? Okay, well, if you if you change your <laughs> and mind. Then, and, then, and then she has to backtrack whenever we end up being like in the right or like we didn't do anything She's wrong. Like, I knew you would never do it. Yeah. It's like, did you? I actually don't think you had faith in me at all. You were like beginning. rooting for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Our mom is always rooting for us, but it is funny because she's the first to be like, no, I believe my kid lied. Like she's not one of those parents. that's like, how dare you say my daughter yeah. lied about this? My daughter would never lie. My mom's like, no, I know my daughters are not perfect. And I would rather like discipline them so this doesn't happen again than be the person that like looks stupid for constantly defending right. my lying daughter. <laughs> so that's just a little mom moment. We love you. Yes. And so Queen Hannah has arrived late yet polite. Late yet polite. But she says something that's making me wonder. Are those girls shady up in Emily's room? Because Hannah's like, is Emily allowed visitors? Okay. <gasps> so wow. they didn't invite her. She's going to walk in and not even know they were there. And I... God, I would love to see what happened before they start filming because you know there's some kind of standoff where she's like, so you guys are already here. Did you come together? Did you get breakfast first? Oh, my God. I would throw hands at Spencer and Aria. And they're like, well, Hannah, honestly, like, you weren't really helpful last night. Um, You went to go get the thing and you, like, made a big deal about it. So And you didn't even, like, get the file we asked for. You didn't even get the file we asked you for. Um, So, yeah, we didn't really want you here. (laughs) I'm She did not know. Hannah's like, like, I literally committed a felony last Literally night for you for guys you. and i also acquired a new accessory to the crime very Lucas. true very true we and witnesses it's a witness come on girl it's just yeah so that was something that i thought was interesting that they did not invite hannah to come with them she doesn't even know they're there there are some classic pretty little liars writing in this scene i love it like what I actually can't think of anything at the moment. Yeah, I literally have no idea. But it's in my notes. But I do love <laughs> how Hannah walks into the room and she goes, who knew Rosewood had this many cops? <laughs> if anybody in this room is going to know <laughs> yeah, how so many true. cops Rosewood She's like still has. trying to play it cool. She's like, ha, 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 ha. I've never seen these guys before. I know Hannah's like, can you guys imagine walking past them with this file? It's like, Hannah, Cheap. oh my God. You have walked past security. You've had a conversation with the security guard. Yeah, that's guard why she wasn't scared. While, full, while fully holding, <laughs> actually fully wearing the sunglasses you just stole. Yeah, Hannah pulls the file out from under her shirt and I remember she her it out. literally walking past the cops knowing the, I would be like checking the windows, pulling the blinds shut, like before I open. <laughs> Who is it? Is it Anthony? Anthony? I don't even want to turn around. Anthony? What? <laughs> Anthony. <sighs> oh my God. I was out there for like five minutes. I didn't want to interrupt. I couldn't day. see you. So yeah, now Hannah is. She's arrived. Apparently not invited. <laughs> Aria and Spencer immediately <laughs> leave. They're like, bye. They're like, and they run out they're the like, door. And Hannah's like, what am I supposed to do with this file? And Aria's like, stuff it in your locker. I don't know. I know. Which, Aria. You you're lo- I know head. you're not afraid of anything at school. <laughs> and you should be. You're not afraid of getting caught with anything bad at school. I, that is the last place I would be putting it. I would be putting it in like Spencer's house, who I think is the least likely to have a police investigation show up. Actually, never mind. They're all pretty likely. I would honestly keep it at Emily's house. Yeah. I would keep it under Emily's bed because everyone else is a liability and the locker yo officer Wilden is at your school every day like interviewing you and searching you detective Wilden detective Wilden what makes you think he's not gonna search your locker tomorrow he doesn't need a warrant he's not afraid of the law he's not afraid of the law yet 
Anywho, <laughs> Hannah sits down on the bed and she's not deterred by them leaving as soon as she walks in the room. Which again, I think is... Hannah's like, yeah, fuck them. I, I don't like them anyway. I know. Hannah's about to have... She's like, I'm here to actually talk to Emily about something real. Our friendship is real. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Hannah Marin, ally of the year. We love her. I love Hannah so much. She sits with Emily and she's like trying to kind of just break the ice. She's like, tell me how you're sitting here with a bandage on your head and you're fine and you want a Toyota Corolla. I need to talk to you about your karma. And Emily like is obviously so uncomfortable that yeah. Hannah's there because you know the second Hannah walked in, all Emily could think is like, please don't say anything while they're there. Please don't out me. And so Emily just flat out asks her, why did you think I would take Maya to the dance? Why did you think I wanted her there? And I think that this, I, I always say it's a turning point for the characters, but I do think that this conversation is showing a different side of Emily and that she's talking about it. Well, yeah, and I think, and we we're gonna saw... see it later in the episode two of like I feel like she feels like she's regaining like a sense of control in her life. Yeah, and, when and I think she's getting a, a taste of like freedom, right? Like somebody sees her. Yeah, and, and it... it's her friend who she would have thought would have you know, seen her a different way or Hannah again, she just knows what to say. Yeah. And I think it's really important that Emily knows that like Hannah's here for her. And maybe if Hannah doesn't see her any differently, nobody else will. So I think it gives Emily that taste of like, okay, maybe this will be okay. And I can right. be myself and how exciting that must feel for Emily. Who's had to keep it so hidden. And so Hannah's just like, I mean, I saw the picture of you guys kissing. And she doesn't react any sort of way. She's just like, I saw a picture of you kissing someone that you like. Well, the way she reacts is she's not like... Yeah, she's like, I'm confused. If you like Maya, why'd you take Toby to the dance? And it's she's just... She wants to know what's going on with her friend. And it's so sweet. It's coming from such a sweet place. It really really is. Which is not, I think, what... I'm sure Emily was... Anytime she pictured how it would go down, this is not what she pictured her friends no and especially from hannah who i think surface level seems very vapid and seems very you know but she's got a lot going on we we know as viewers that she's so much deeper than that yeah. but i think the people in this world with her Don't. who just see her see her like Hence lucas why sees she her, wasn't you know? invited to discuss all of this right He's disregarded just put the file in your locker right yeah it's just kind of dumb hannah is not concerned with anything but herself but that's really not true and she's we're seeing really it more least, and more she's the least self-involved i of all agree the girls. I mean, I love her. I love her. Emily explains that she thinks she knows what she wants, but she's nervous that she might realize that that's not who she really is. Right. And, and Hannah says, you're not signing a contract. You were Emily dating Ben and now you're Emily dating Maya. We love Emily. And it's like so sweet. And that really is. It almost it reminds me of the Shit's Creek line where he's like, I drink red wine, I drink white wine, I drink rosé. Yeah. I don't care about the label, I just like the wine. And, like, it kind of makes me think that, too. I don't care who Emily's dating, I just like Emily. Yeah. And, like, I think that's really cool. And she says it in a really neat way. And I think it makes Emily excited. She does say that she's worried about what her parents might think. And perfect another, little Emily. Another great little... The writers of the show love to write lines in this, just, like, a way nobody would ever say anything ever. It's so melodramatic. She's, yeah. You know... Mr. and Mrs. Military and their perfect daughter. I'm like, Emily, are you, you going to yourself like, perfect? Yeah, I, yeah. But um, Hannah pretty much assures her, like, it'll be okay. We'll get through this together. And it's overall, like, really A-plus scene. I love it. It makes me love Hannah. So, it makes me just, like, want to give them both a hug. It makes gorge. me so happy. Gorge, gorge girls. This scene is really, there are a couple really funny things. The lighting switch, jarring. Oh, my God. Okay, if you guys follow the TikTok, then you've seen, or the Instagram, you've seen the video I made that was like, 
quoting then you've seen, you've seen the video <laughs> the video <laughs> the video that I made that was like quoting the simple life and it has that filter on it and on TikTok they're like is the filter make you look like you're in twilight pretty little liars or euphoria and I was kind of like it's just twilight but then I saw this scene and it has like that exact yeah. filter on it so it's very specific scenes from the show that are like that filter yeah. but it starring because the rest of the show is not it's like, like a, a, it's like a dramatic it's just flip. for the kitchen and it's like i've never been in a kitchen that actually looks like there's like a green, green yes it looks like a morgue oh my I god was, <laughs> way too loud <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm excited anyway um spencer's going in to see alex in the kitchen at the country club he is um working a kitchen shift today and spencer is a bitch the entire scene and she's like not wearing a hair nut but she this will. girl's right another one of the um workers at the country club that like, comes up and she's like you can't be back here like members aren't allowed back here and she tries to be nice and spencer's like well i'm staying whatever and the girl's like seriously you're violating like a million health code right now and like she's kind of being a bitch but also she's like right. she's right alex is a little embarrassed and the waitress looks at him like are you actually kidding me right now and she leaves i need to touch on something alex says the reason why he's working the shift because typically He's working right, in like the laundry or no, apparently our laundry was staff was laundering more than just napkins. Is he insinuating that they were like money laundering? Yeah. Like, like Ozark for the Mexican drug cartel. I had a different question about this situation. How does that correlate to him ending up in the kitchen? I think he's covering one of their shifts. But I don't know, laundry but service. maybe they're short staff because they have people from the kitchen go to the laundry service and then he's covering. Okay. 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 But I'm sorry, you're just going to quickly disclose that information to a member of the country club who <laughs> Wait, is that's so like true. telling that people are laundering money here. And one, you trust her enough to tell her that too. We're not talking about this more. It seems like this could be a really interesting yeah. storyline to follow. I'm kind of interested now. I'm hooked. Uh, watch Ozark. Um, oh, so watch Ozark. Watch it. I'm just obsessed with this couple. Spencer is like, we need to have a do-over. She's like, please, one more chance, please, tomorrow night. And she's like, let me explain. Just let me explain. And Alex goes, your sister already did. And Spencer goes, well, she lied. <laughs> she lied. So he agrees to give her another chance on one condition. He gets to plan the entire date and she has to do whatever he says. And I'm like, okay, Christian Grey much? Oh my God. But she agrees. And so I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the state entails. So I, I don't think we can really get into this next scene without Phoebe first mentioning how much she hates a certain style of recording your voicemail. Hey, you've reached the phone of uh, Ezra Fitz and you know what to do. <laughs> Phoebe goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, horrible. but it's not as bad as our younger sister, Lily. <laughs> and I, I don't know if this is still her voicemail. Lily's voicemail used to be, gotta get that. <laughs> No, but gotta would, get that. Be, gotta get that boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's boom, boom, pow by the black eyed peas. It would be. So, I remember the first time I called her, she didn't answer, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like, oh my, my god, is she at a house party? It's also, like so quiet. Like this is actually what it sounds like. It's like static, static, it's, static. And then it's like boom, 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 but it's all like super static. And like, why? It's like the entire song. <laughs> Literally, like, as much as she could fit into that recording, she did. <laughs> she left no crumbs. And there was actually a point of time where Lily couldn't answer her phone because her audio was broken. Oh, my God. So she wouldn't answer any phone calls. So anybody that called her would, would have get, to hear Would that. have to listen to Boo Boom Pow. <laughs> that's, that's Ezra's. So that's, that's Lily's. We've right. got two different styles of, like, unacceptable. If your voicemail 
is what Ezra's is, change it. If change you're it right mail. fucking now. You are too old. I don't care how old you are. You're too old for that to be your voicemail. It's so... Listen, I'm just going to say, if your voicemail is anything other than, hi, you reach blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I missed your call. Leave a message or text me. I'll call you back. If it's anything other than a very slight variation of that... Stop trying so hard. Go to therapy under supervision, under okay. constant supervision, write and re-record that, and then come back to us and let us know how he changed your life. Thank you. But anyway, we hear Ezra's voicemail because Arya's calling him in her room. This girl is going to acquire a restraining order by the end of this episode. But it's weird because it's like he is egging her on. I mean, they did have a conversation. What is she supposed to do? Not try to talk to him? But why isn't he answering? Well, no, it's like, Ezra, you're going to have that conversation with her and then not pick up your what's phone? what's crazy to me is that she goes, I tried calling your cell phone. How do you have his house phone number? Yeah, that's really, that's so true. That is crazy behavior. It is, it is crazy. Even if he wasn't your teacher and you were just in a normal relationship, that's crazy behavior. And you gets, don't need that. It gets absolutely worse at the end of the of episode. Of course we'll it talk does. About it when we get there. Um, so, but Ella Montgomery. more important to talk about. We pan to Aria making this phone call. She is sitting (laughs) hunchback of fucking Notre Dame Quasimodo on her bed with her shoes on her comforter. Listen, I know that I have likened Aria to Dobby the house elf in previous episodes. Here we are again. This is perhaps the most jarring image of Aria as Dobby the house elf I've seen. I can see in my head Dobby the house elf sitting on the bed with his legs dangling because he can't touch the ground. And that's what Aria Montgomery is doing. And yes, of course, I'll post a side-by-side on the Instagram. (laughs) You're welcome. But we see this angle of her because her mom is entering the room to give her some flowers that were just delivered for her. And who might these flowers be from? Well, as the audience member, our mind naturally goes to Ezra Fitz. Well. Because he is stupid enough to do something like that. Right. But let's talk about where Aria's head goes. She goes, oh, did dad get you flowers? Of course your dad didn't get her flowers. She's a piece of shit. It's like, Arya, have you been following along what's been happening? Oh my god. Then she's like, well, who are they from? Who are they from? They're for you. And Arya is like so excited. Can barely wait to open these. But she can't before Mike again has a classic kid brother entrance where he's like stumbling down the hallway with his lacrosse stuff. And he goes, dad's going to take me to practice. And then he is like, should dad save you a seat at the game? And Ella, I, okay, I know she's mad at Byron. I get it. But you can't just like. She's punishing her kid. Yeah. Exactly. The way that she says she's it. She's not going to go to the game. She's not going to go to his game. But the, she goes, I don't really know if I'm going to make it to this one. So she ends up leaving to talk to Mike or whatever. And Ari is about to open the flowers. Now, another thing that's so different from our mother. Your mom did not say to find out who those flowers were from. You don't have a boyfriend. It's she not, would be like, who the hell sent yeah. you flowers? It's not like our mom, but it is like what you would expect Arya's mom to do because it's like, oh, this entire situation has been redirected to be about me. I'm going to go. Well, you walk into the Montgomery house and you're like, oh, my God, I, I can't have a thought about anyone else but myself. <laughs> it's like the curse of the home. Truly. You walk into the house and all you can think about is your own body, mind and soul. Right. <laughs> Um, but anyway, she opens up the flower, the card on the flowers, and they're from Sean Ackard. And the note says, thanks for keeping me company last night. The look Arya gives these, the look of detestation. Finally, something that I can look at Arya doing and be like, yes. Yes. That's the appropriate reaction. Yeah. Good for you. The awesome. acting doesn't make me want to die. Honestly, it's not Lucy me. Hill, this is 
I laughed out loud when I watched it. I was like, yes. Well, this from is start exactly to finish, how- the scene with her sitting on the bed like Dobby the house elf <laughs> to the way that she reads the snow. Oh, my God. And the shit. Oh, let's actually go back to her sitting on the bed like a house elf. The, the flood. The, no, I, okay. Actually, I always call these pants floods. They're not because I know that floods are like, so you'd wear them like above a flood. But I always used to think that floods were the pants that like flooded. I thought they were flooding out. Like, that's what I thought. You know, they're not flare like, jeans. Yes. More oh like, oh my that. God, you got flood and flare. But the Confu- ones oh that would like, God. you'd wear flare jeans and then they'd like curl around the bottom of your shoe sometimes. Yeah. So mine have, always like, the have fringe at the bottom of your cup. Yeah. Mine on the back. I would always walk on them because I'm really short. And so the backs of my jeans, like the bottom backs would have like a huge hole in them because I would repeatedly walk on that part and it wore down and aria's having a very similar issue but you can see that like those types of pants she chose to put those on her body yeah so aria's repulsed and that's the end of that enter emily's sleep paralysis demon jenna marshall and her dog shadow the german shepherd this is I never forgive my mom. It, okay, yeah, that for sure. It seems like Emily's under some heavy medication. The yeah. way she wakes up and we're seeing it like through the lens of Emily and it's all foggy and blurry <laughs> and like actually, horrifying. Everyone's voices is like are warped. It's so iconic. There's like this piano that's like being like played up and down the keys. Yeah, it's like, like it's meant so to be crazy. like a horror scene. Absolutely. The dog is barking, looks ferocious. But you can't hear the dog barking. You can just see it. It's bizarre. So... Emily's mom was like, I told Jenna you had a lot of visitors today, but she insisted. Pam's like kind of being a bitch in front of Jenna. Jenna gives it right back to her, so it's okay. (laughs) But she lets Jenna come up to the house, and they made Emily cookies. Like, girl, do not eat those. And Jenna has the iconic lines, they taste better with milk. You have milk, don't you? (laughs) And Pam goes. Oh, my God. Pam goes, uh, yeah. We have milk. She goes, of course we have milk. This is the field. This is Mr. and Mrs. Military. It's the American Drake. (laughs) Jenna makes herself right at home, though. She sits right on the bed. She literally feels around, (laughs) gets to the bed, outside clothes on the bed. Dog saliva on the bed. She goes, sit, Shadow. (laughs) Her dog's name is Shadow, which is hysterical for lots of reasons I don't have to say. Um, (laughs) Sit, Shadow. So Jenna is very concerned about the file but she's kind of waiting to get to that so she's like she's doing some expert interrogation style emily doesn't know she's being interrogated but she sure is yeah so she's like toby really trusted you like well she starts with do you have any idea where he is is. because she doesn't come in hot with the file right away first she's like i do know where toby is I think you're the only person who might know he really trusted you. Once they've established that, and she's kind of playing like the guilty thing, right? Like, yeah. Emily, Toby really trusted you. You don't want to turn right. this on Toby, right? You don't want to ruin his life. And then Jenna goes into kind of like self-protection mode because she goes, Toby's very troubled and I'm afraid about what he might do. And immediately kind of continuing to plant the seeds in Emily that... If Emily knows what happened, which we will find out she does, Jenna is playing into that idea that Toby is this really messed up guy and can't be trusted and could do something to really hurt himself or others. For sure. Um, And one thing, though, is this why we saw Jenna in the fun home? We see Jenna in the last episode for like one split second and we're talking about like, why do we see her? Because she has nothing to do with it. She never comes back in that episode. They just pass through the fun house or whatever and she's looking in the mirror and that's all we see of her. She must have heard the liars talking about the file. So she already knows that they have it. 
And she goes in. She doesn't use any qualifiers. She's just like, the file, expecting Emily to know. Right. And Emily doesn't act like she doesn't know, which is so stupid to me. Like, you need to be like, what file? Yeah, exactly. And so Emily. She says, no one's going to tell her something. Right. She's like, it's safe with yeah, us. Yeah, like, secret's safe with us. And Jenna. And like, so you've read it. Yeah. So she, and she goes, your friends showed it to you. So again, because she would have only heard Spencer, Aria, and Hannah talking about the file because Emily was running and fell. Right. And Emily just completely is like, yeah, my friends. She throws it. She's like, "Mm mm-hmm. And don't worry, we're not going to tell anybody. And it's like, okay, you just told the person that all your friends think is A, that you did steal her brother's fight. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's so stupid. She's, oh, she's like, you need to give me the file or whatever if it gets into the wrong hands. And um, Emily doesn't have it. So I'm repulsed by Lucas's presence. And I mean that. I know you are. He really, like, he really gives me the heebie-jeebies. I agree with that, but, like, there is... No, you're a Lucas apologist. You keep saying shit. Like, I was like, (laughs) ew. (laughs) Like, like he came on screen, and I was like, ew. And you're like, Carolina. And then, like, later, I was like... I was like... (laughs) Later in the scene, I started gagging. Yeah, as you can tell, Caroline is like super nice all the time. Having like visceral (laughs) reactions to him, and Phoebe goes, "I think it's kind of sweet." I'm like literally holding back vomit. (laughs) Listen, nice guys do finish last. It's so gross. He's so. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Oh my god, that out of my system. Um, and to be clear, I'm not talking about the actor, really, just like the whole character, like everything about it. Um, he is literally sitting in the damn photo lab, zooming in on pictures of Hannah, cropping Sean out of pictures <laughs> of Hannah. So it's just Hannah. Creepy as hell. She walks in the room. She's like, sorry, I'm late. He goes, no, you're perfect. I, I mean, perfectly on time. It's like, okay, just, you just should have left it at Here's here's a tip for all of you. If you say something that you don't mean to say, don't pay any attention to it. Don't acknowledge it further. The person you're talking to will forget. He didn't need to be like, I I mean, I mean, I mean, because now she's thinking about how weird it was that you said she's perfect. Um, Hannah's like, oh my God, I got three hours of sleep. I look horrible. I look so, I look like something, oh, I look like something Carl the janitor coughed up. Carl who has spent 30 years inhaling uh, floor cleaning fumes and vodka which is what we've learned from lucas as well just weird facts anyway lucas goes i think you look even better than last night that's the line that made me gag because that is a gag worthy line you can't tell me otherwise but like if anybody if alex said that to spencer okay it would be cute (laughs) it would be cute but but he didn't and lucas (laughs) did and so that's all i have to go off of i will never know i will never know if it's cute when alex says it to spencer so hannah's on time sean is not oh my goodness i forgot Hannah is like talking to Lucas, whatever. She sees the crown on the table and she goes, Oh, oh my God, this such is a metaphor. This the crown? Lucas is like, Yeah. She goes, It's so tiny. It always looked so big or something. And yeah. it's like, That's right, Hannah. We are evolving and we love that for you. Yes. It used to feel like it was everything and now it just seems so small now that you have it. And I love this growth for, for Hannah. Right. So they have a little moment with the crown and then Sean Ackard walks in with baseball. <laughs> basketball in hand because he basketball is, shorts on his body he, suit on the upper half he goes so are we gonna take this picture or not i got a basketball game going it's like two things sean number one you're late you were late <laughs> you could have been here on time and the picture would already be already done already be done now lucas in a couple seconds we'll see is gonna make you take actually a trillion more pictures than mm-hmm. he did also 
you're playing basketball for the high school. Why do you have your own ball? Why are you walking around with this ball? Well, because, you know, he needs to be the cool guy. He thinks he looks cool. He looks like a baller if he has right. a basketball walking in school, hand. He's probably walking on air. He's walking on air. He's <laughs> dribbling the basketball. He's like, ooh, ooh, he was ooh. Like, I, I, just, I just sent those flowers to Aria. Slam dunk. Hang on. We can't, we can't talk too loud about basketball in this house. Why? Oh. Anthony, my fiance is a, ba- a youth travel basketball coach. Wait, and but guys, can we just talking about can we just run down here and talk about how precious that is? That Anthony is a youth basketball coach. This show loves a double meaning. Pam is back to Pilot Pam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Pilot Pete. We got Pilot Pete. She is just insufferable. She's being intolerable. In she gets in the room and she's like, we're going to have some mommy-daughter time. She takes Emily's phone, which... I would shit my pants if I was Emily, knowing For one, so I have many reasons. the psychopath, A, texting me. What if my mom looks at my phone? Two, what if I was, like, texting Maya? What if I was texting Hannah about them? Like, there are so many things. Anyway, it gets more uncomfortable because Emily's mom keeps, like, hounding on how awful of a person Toby is. She's doing a classic mom thing here where she's reading her magazine, and but she keeps her eyes on the magazine, and she goes, did you think I wouldn't let you go to the dance if I knew you were going with Toby? Emily's like, yes. And she's like, well, you're right. I wouldn't. (laughs) Okay. Um, And she's like, he's bad news. Do you know what the neighbors think of him? Like, do you know what they will think of you? And saying all these things where, first of all, it's like, God, rub salt in the wound. Make Emily feel. Pam says to Emily, look what he did to Jenna. Like, now she needs a seeing eye dog. Basically saying that Toby blinded Jenna. And Emily's like, well, there was an accident. Like, he didn't mean to. And her mom's like, how would you know that? And she keeps bringing stuff up. Based on that, based on something that Emily was a part of, like imagine how Emily must just be thinking about how she ruined this guy's life. Right. And then Emily's mom's going to top like top it all off with, you need to be start being honest with me. You need to start being honest with yourself, which obviously takes on a double meaning for Emily. Emily's off with a lot to think about in this scene. And she is ready to go to bed. Yeah, she, she gives her mom this look of disgust and she goes, I need some sleep. And then Pam gets closer and she says what Caroline just said, which is, no, what you need what you is need. this. Yeah, so I hope Emily has like a really good dream and doesn't wake up to any dogs named Shadow barking I at her. I literally thought you were going to say, I, I hope Emily goes to sleep, has a really good dream, and doesn't wake up. Oh, my God. Why would I ever say that? <laughs> literally, why would I say that? That's how it started. And then That is said, not how it started. You decided to, <laughs> to make that true. You decided to make that statement true, but that is not where that started. Oh, my God. Lucas is being low-key a king. Oh, my God. What a play on words. Ah! Ah! Well, okay. I need to say, we had that great line with Hannah. Like, oh, it's so small. I thought it was so big. Sean's crown? Literally swallowing him whole. It's (laughs) humongous. Like, it's so big. And it looks so bad on his head. I'll post a pic. It's out of this world, literally. Bigger than the world, even. Sean is not being very godlike. I wrote that. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote not very Christian, Sean. No, he's being such a... He's being so mean to Lucas. He's like, you got what you need. And Lucas ends up snapping a picture of them fighting because Hannah's defending Lucas. She's like, don't jump on him just because you're mad at me. And Sean actually says the word jackass. He's yeah. like, you're going to make me look like a jackass or something. Wait, we missed my favorite Sean line because they're standing there and Lucas is like, smile, Sean. And he looks at Hannah and he goes, you're crooked. And like, oh, yeah, well, she doesn't even look. He's like maintaining eye contact with Lucas. And he is like, you're crooked. And she's like, what? He's like, your crown? 
It's crooked. <laughs> like, okay, you like Sean, you're not even smiling. Like, you literally <laughs> want the picture to be bad. So Lucas snaps a pic of them fighting, and Sean goes, if you print that picture, you're going to find your camera up your... And then Hannah stops him. It's wild the way Sean is acting. I don't care how mad you are at Hannah. You're acting like an insane person. And then Hannah's like, hey, I'm sorry that my friend cracked your head open. He goes, this was way before Emily. Yeah, you deserted me way before that. And it's like, okay, dude... It doesn't really matter. Like, there was obviously lead up to Emily cracking right. her head open. Maybe something was happening. Like, yeah. you don't know. Use your brain. Don't even talk to her because you're being such an asshole. And the fact that Hannah keeps giving him chance after chance. I know. And she's just being nice to Lucas. She's like, did you get what you needed? Okay, great. Well, actually. Bye. It's like that apologetic woman Sean for goes, her insane. Are you mad? And he goes, I'm not mad. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. What I am is out of here. It's these lines are writing. Arya is sitting in her room. What do you guys think she's doing? Well, actually, she's just sitting. But she's we sitting, can, she's thinking. Yeah, yeah. She's in she's, a major, like, She's looking at the flowers, moment. and she's like, oh, man, it's so hard having two men in love with you. Yes. It's really hard to balance. But, you know, she's kind of taking her mind off of things through what we find to be painting. She is, yep, she's making an oil painting. Um, the ugliest painting. Well, you could absolutely expect her to we'll be We'll actually see the finished painting later, and it's horrific as one may guess it's just like aria it's too much aria you're doing this because you knew a camera was about to come in here (laughs) like it's it's you you actually see through it you actually don't have to do every artsy thing ever in order to be artistic you actually don't just choose one yeah even one for you might be too much yeah don't commit don't commit 100 because you're young oh but we do get a great line in this scene so her dad comes in and he's basically like oh mike's lacrosse team won it was great we missed your mom and aria's like well are you gonna tell her that or do i have to tell her that so we learn that byronella they're not speaking aria is basically the carrier pigeon delivering all messages to the other parent we love a carrier pigeon we love a carrier pigeon moment for aria specifically because that is the animal i think she's most like (laughs) um so she's going on and on about like when is this going to be over blah blah and there's this moment between them where byron says aria your mom and i were very young when we met and she goes you weren't young you were in college and he said we, we were, were young. We were kids. Yeah. And that I think is so important because Aria sees herself, first of all, as so mature, right? Like right. when she goes to college, she's going to be such an adult. And, and I'm so close to that. And Aria just graduated college or got his master's and he's so mature and whatever. And it's like, no, you are so young. And if you are looking at it like by the time you're in college, you'll be an adult, then you're completely skewed in the way that you're looking at yourself like maturity level wise and age of consent wise even right it's tough aria of course byron's talking about like meredith and how she's not a threat all this stuff and how he's leaving because he loves ella so much and aria is acting like she just like sees right through whatever is going well, on Aria, because like, actually she gets wrote the it. book on love like right exactly Aria's she and like, Ezra oh my god like if only you knew what it's actually like to be in love you have like, to fight the kind of romance novel love that you only read about in the books and see exactly. in the movies you have to like call me and him. Ezra it's forbidden love it's passionate right. it's intense it's it's different you have to call him eighty seven times on a cell phone and then you have to scour the directory the internet yellow pages for his home phone number and then you have to leave him 47 voicemails you have to send emails to his school email account because <laughs> it's the only one that you have i just like i just she literally thinks she knows everything there is to know about love and it's so obvious in the scene as he's trying to explain like 
pretty adult things to her and she's like just she's like completely tuning him out also she's not listening to him because she's like this is so juvenile like I know so much better than you and honestly I can feel myself losing brain cells in this conversation and so I'm just not even gonna listen to you because I know so much more about than you do about this I can't handle it I can't she is como se dice intolerable insufferable oh my god enter the woods into the woods they have decided they have to do something with this file, right? So they pull up to the woods, naturally. They're thinking spot. And whoever it is, I think Spencer leaves her phone in the car. I, the number of things that I'm like, you're so smart, but right. you are so dumb. Like, And Arya's like, okay, well, then just stay here. And Spencer like gets up against the car and she goes, what am I doing? And she, like, Spencer like, does not want to be a part of this. Um, um, Spencer's wearing an outfit that I did own. <laughs> basically piece by piece i owned this outfit do you so, guys remember toms i oh my god i wore a pair of toms didn't you wear a pair of toms to like a dance probably like freaking everywhere for like three years. our mom too but i wore a ton of toms no but my, all mine were toms, like i had sequin tiger I remember print toms those. oh my god i wore these red it was my first pair of toms i wore them to this heart concert and it poured it was outside it was like oh torrential my god downpour i get home i don't want to think feet, about this my feet are literally stained red for days stained oh like god. vibrant red not like oh like maybe i have a sunburn do you any pics like, i'm not gonna pose them i just no, want to see <laughs> i don't th- i think I'd, i don't even th- it was one of those things where like it's not something i would have gotten in trouble for but like you like don't want to tell mom and dad because oh they're gonna be you know we are so different i'd be like mom <laughs> I think I have dye poisoning. The girls are running through and Hannah's basically like, you don't understand. I could get in so much trouble. I can't have this file. We need to do something with it. And we find out that the other girls don't know about Hannah's shoplifting history. Right. Because Hannah goes, I can't go to another precinct or something like that. She goes, I'm pretty sure after three strikes, you're you're destined to like laundry duty or something in the jail. What did she say? She basically says, I'm going to go to jail, I think. And the girls are like, what do you mean you're shot? Like, whose sunglasses did you steal? She's like, I didn't steal a person's sunglasses. I stole them from a store. And so she's telling them about this. I have some class. And it's, but it's also like, I guess she didn't tell them. So how would they know? But the fact that she even has to tell them why she doesn't want to have a spile, like, Neither of you would want to, neither of you is willing to take it. Don't you still have strike one and two? Yeah, I know. So um, she's like, we have to do something with it. And Hannah and Spencer are fighting so much about what to do with the file that Arya takes it upon herself. Oh my, of course she does. Because of course she does. Uh, She's a fixer. She's She's like, I'm just going to take one for the team and I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to fix this for all of us. She rips the file out of Spencer's hand and just throws it into the fucking river sticks. This river is cerulean it is uh, where in rosewood is this river it's just a crick (laughs) (laughs) i got a text actually about me saying that from who liney love you um it's my aunt caroline my namesake um so aria throws it up she basically ruins everything because they turn around to go back to the car aria gets a text from emily who was trying to call spencer but spencer left her phone in the car Course. Too little, too late. Aria opens a text from Emily and it says, "Whatever you do, do not destroy that file." And Aria's like, "Oh <sighs> my god, they literally made me do that! Like they grabbed my hand and, and made it through yeah, the files." I up do. There. I never would have done like, that on my own. 
Emily called Spencer five minutes ago. Why did it take her so long to send that text to Aria? Well, because Aria's probably her last choice. She's probably like, God, I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> like she's she made that Samantha Ronson comment. Right, I guess we're right. not. And again, or she was just like, or she did send the text. And you know how your phone will buzz again two minutes later if you didn't open the text. Well, that's true. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we'll never know. But basically, where we leave with this is that Aria has destroyed the file and the girls. Well, destroyed is in quotations it's just floating in the river hopefully it will disintegrate but we don't know Arya thinks she's destroyed the file also we have decided that spencer believes the devil has a name and it's toby she is certain that toby is a and that he killed allison she has decided this for sure right and there's no convincing her otherwise no we have a quick little scene between emily and spencer uh, we don't find out a whole lot. We basically find out that Alex did cancel on their do-over date because he has to work. And Spencer's convinced that, like, he doesn't have to work. This is on purpose. And he just doesn't want to go on the state with because me. Because the club is closed on Mondays, is what she oh, says. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Which is funny later on. And then we see Maya walk by. And Emily, like, it's that classic scene where Emily's like, hey. Like, she's preparing <laughs> to say hey to Maya. And Maya just walks by. Like a ghost. <laughs> yes, like it. She's floats on by. Walking on air. Yes, walking on air. Not in the good way. Not <laughs> in the good way. But I do also like, since when does Maya talk to anybody else at the school other than Emily Fields? I thought Maya was just a figment of Emily's imagination. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Because that's pretty much how she exists. Yeah, for real. No one, everyone's like, who is Maya? Um, right. So now, iconic, we have a little cameo from the queen herself. Sarah Shepard. She, I recently learned, is the author of the oh Pretty Little Liars book. Caroline fully read the, the books, so this was really I funny. I did not read all of them. I just read, like, a couple. I watched this episode a couple weeks ago, and I, like, sent a video of it to Caroline, and I was like, oh, my God, like, Queen Sarah, whatever, anyway. She didn't find it funny, and <laughs> she was like, literally, who is Sarah? And then I... That is not what I said. I texted you and said, who is Sarah Shepard? Because I was watching this with Anthony, and I was like, that's Sarah Shepard. And Anthony's like, cool, who is that? And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I think she wrote, I think that she wrote the books, but Phoebe always talks about Marlene King. So then I was like, I don't know. So then I texted you. But I knew Sarah Shepard had like something to do with she it. She had them confused. Anyway, so uh, it's Miss Shepard. She is subbing for Mr. Fitz and she's writing on the board. And we'll talk about what the board says in a second. But Arya's like, where's Mr. Fitz? Like what? A little bit like she's just like so aggressive all the she time. She would be drawing attention to it and she would be like giving herself away if this woman, Miss Shepard, didn't literally write the storyline. So like Arya, she already knows why you're asking. <laughs> so just come on, say it. My God. I she's like, Well, is he sick? And it's like, when has a sub yeah. ever known the reason the, the teacher's like, gone? Mm, that's actually a HIPAA violation. <laughs> also, and I'm like, reporting you. I don't know. Like, I get paid minimum wage to come here for like a Barely. morning. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's sick. And Arya is like, okay, well, do you know if he's going to be here tomorrow? And like, it's she like, can't stop with the questions. It's like, girl, she's like day to day working here. Like, I don't. What? Do you, why? Yeah, it just was a lot. But what does she write on the board? She writes, is Madame Bovary responsible for her own downfall, where is she a victim of her surroundings? So do we think she's talking about Arya or Ezra? Or both? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I know love a guy with the double meanings. We know show. when Arya reads it, she's like, me, 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 me. She's like, yes, I am a victim of my <laughs> surroundings. Like, 
I had to try my best to make sure that everything goes my way yeah. all the time. It's everybody else's fault. I'm surprised she can even have a crush on anyone or like be in a relationship <laughs> because I can't believe she she's can like think fucking, about somebody else that much. She's like narcissist, like falling in yes, love in the lake. With his own reflection. We love Greek mythology. Yes. So I just wanted to kind of give a PSA. Like if you talk to teachers the way that Ari Montgomery talks to teachers, you are the scum of the earth. You will get detention and you <laughs> will actually go to hell when you die. <laughs> I just think it's, like, so mean. I love teachers. If you're a teacher, shout out. Thank you. I love. You know, Teacher Appreciation Week was, like, a week ago, and you didn't get me a thing. Teachers in schools, I appreciate. Oh, <laughs> I only appreciate teachers in schools. JK. Um, I appreciate all teachers. You do God's work. And be nice to them. Thank you. <laughs> Jenna enters. Uh, she approaches Emily at her locker and <laughs> Emily, okay, let's just paint the picture. Jenna is like uh, two and a half inches away from Emily's face. Literally. Emily freezes. Emily freezes. <laughs> Caroline goes, Emily holds her breath like, <gasps> Emily goes, <gasps> so she can hold her breath so that Jenna literally couldn't be able to even hear her breathe. Exactly. And Jenna goes, I know you're there. <laughs> so I see you. <gasps> oh, but she doesn't. <laughs> Oh, it took you a second to get that. I was like, I for, no, but you like looked at the computer. I was like, what? Oh my God, there's a person and they're watching us. <laughs> Jenna is going on and on and on about this damn file. She's like, Emily, where's the fucking file? It's almost like what's in it is incriminating it's to her like in some she gives way. Shit. I don't know why she cares. So weird. Anyway, so Emily's like, look, I don't have it. <laughs> Actually, none of us have it. And, and Jenna's like, what? Again, like Emily and all these girls consult with the group. If you want to have more than one friend, if you want to <laughs> have any friends, part of it is, is kind of, and if your whole thing is like our secrets keep us close, like you have to communicate with each other. So What's our fuck secret? It up. Like, literally, and oh so my God. Emily's like, it's gone. And Jenna goes, what do you mean? And Emily goes, what I, what said. I said, it's, it's gone. gone. And it's like, okay did we all read the same like rudeness book before we became friends literally, I don't literally. well they're all you know how you act like the people you surround yourself right with. so this, this was happening. this is very much giving aria talking to hannah last what week. is there is what i have and actually coming circling back to that i recently got back to pittsburgh from college i'm home for the summer and the jet setter yeah i actually drove so <laughs> i'm a road warrior my mom's a road warrior i didn't drive oh my god our moms and we are obsessed with our mom our mom's voicemail used to be and we're obsessed with voicemails oh my god it used to be hi you reached georgia the road warrior oh my god huh that is so funny on the, the road warrior our mom also like anytime she answers the phone she goes hey we're gonna get shirts made that just say like i'm a road warrior <laughs> road warriors forever and then if you see it'd be like my favorite murder right. if you see a murderino it's like if you see a road warrior like they're your people and they're pretty people little podcast be, people be like who is that and we're gonna be like oh no we listen to the pretty little podcast we're like what? <laughs> they're gonna be like what what, what is, is the, the connection yeah there? what okay <laughs> anyway back to reality wait which okay is, so i i got back i got <laughs> back i got back home and i walked upstairs to my bedroom okay you can stop now <laughs> <laughs> and you know what i found the rose jewelry box i found mm. it it's in my room it was yours but it's in my room like many of your things anyway so, yeah, Emily delivers this line, like, Ari Montgomery, like I said, it's gone. And Jenna is like, you better not be lying to me. And <laughs> we can't like, really figure out. And, Je- and then Jenna. Emily walks away, like, this says nothing, walks away. And Jenna has this, this like, 
oh, it's like gasp. And so we don't know if she's like relieved, like, oh my God, it's gone. Thank goodness that doesn't exist. Or if she's like scared. I think it's a little bit of both. I think she's certainly relieved if that's true. If it's, but I think she also has to think about like, okay, well, what do you mean gone? Did you just throw it away? Like, could somebody get their hands on it? Or did you burn it? Which is what they should have done. If you wanted it gone, why the hell did you just put it in water? Like, well, Aria why wouldn't you just didn't want to burn it? Burn it. Aria said that so many times in the woods. We oh, can't wait. burn it. Oh my god, really? I they literally that. have that conversation. Why? Because Hannah wants to burn it, and they're like, "Because they're in the woods. Like, go, go to one of your homes. Then you don't need to do it in the woods. No one actually told you you have to do it in the woods." Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh my god, Timbo. So Hannah walks into the photo lab again, and Lucas is there. I like that you're going to the photo lab. Oh, like he put it in the computer like lab. Just the yearbook room. Whatever photo lab. <laughs> As what it is now. They're both in the most hideous outfits you've ever seen. The both in the photo lab. Checking out pics. <laughs> please take that out. No. No, please take that out. Caroline, please. you have to let the people laugh. Oh, I'm not giving them enough? <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's just like, it made me laugh and I want them to be included. Because you're laughing at me being dumb. No. Baby. <laughs> Caroline. You literally are. Anyway, <laughs> the so. The accent tonight is I can't help this when I go world. in and out of it because it's like I'm oh, just it's so like part from of you? there. Right. Um, so Hannah walks in. She's like, I got a message saying you wanted to see me. And Lucas, little <laughs> gross boy, goes, you know, I do hate goes, this. goes Lucas, from the universe. Boy. From the universe. And Hannah goes, from a post it. And he says nothing. So, so Lucas, you did leave her a post it saying you wanted That's to see her. So One, why didn't you text her? Do you not have her number? Two, of course not. Why would, why? Well, because they're like friends now. Not yet. You left her a post it and you know that. So, why did you say, from the universe when she sat down i can't but he wants her to choose which photo of her and sean to actually put in the yearbook so she's looking at all the pictures they look absolutely miserable in every single one and hannah goes (laughs) wow i I thought i'd look happier another one of those lines i thought the crown would be bigger i thought i'd look happier so much growth i feel like though we've gotten like too many of these lines yeah i mean the entire show is like this every single line is actually written this way hannah ends up just choosing a random picture and they look like i said miserable and she goes it's real (laughs) she goes at least choose that one at least it's real (laughs) okay (laughs) wow so much to unpack here all right well let's just go back to the beginning um team aria on this one team aria on this one again aria's like few and far between likable moments and this is one of them so sean approaches her in in the hall and he's like hey did you get the flowers and she goes don't yeah, <laughs> don't ever do that again. And the I can't even replicate. Y'all, if you're gonna the, go back and rewatch any scene, like the, her delivery there is just so perfect. I, you yeah, watch I that. can't replicate how perfect the delivery was. It's Lucy? so funny. Great she has work. her moments. Great her work moments. this up. Like, I hope you got an Emmy nom for that line. I hope you're dead. Anyway, Sean's like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Are you allergic? Okay, are you dense? Are you stupid, Sean? And she's like, no. I am one of Hannah's best friends, which Phoebe so astutely pointed out. Again, me, 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 me. <laughs> she goes, instead of being like, Sean, Hannah is my best friend. She goes, Sean, I have so much weight to now carry. I am one of Hannah's best friends. Yes, it's and you all put this on me. Not this is really going to hurt Hannah. She goes, you didn't. He was like, I just wanted to send you those flowers to say thank you. And she says, no, you didn't. You sent those flowers to say, screw you, Hannah. And he says, you are right. Yes, I did. And he goes, can you blame me? 
Oh my god. Sean, yeah, one hundred percent. I can't. That's but fucked up. Then Arya has a line that makes any bit of <laughs> likability go away because she's like, Hannah loves you so much. She's never liked another guy since the eighth grade. Because believe me, it's boring how much <laughs> she loves you, which is such a shitty thing to say. I know. Once again, Arya's just like, why can't people have these like big nobody's interesting relationships like i do with my english teacher she's interesting and no one else is right her relationship is interesting because it's complicated and blah blah but it's also like okay so you're just saying that hannah bores you like when she talks about her boyfriend or for years whatever like she is boring you to death is what you're saying she bores you to death um but this conversation is cut short because there is a literal brawl happening in front of the bathrooms mike is laying into this guy who's actually seven feet taller than him so he is trying to beat the shit out of him and doesn't make a mark this guy walks away unscathed he was like okay gotta get to history they're like we don't have the budget for makeup we don't have the budget for makeup for him we don't have the time we gotta shoot the scene sean rips these boys apart and mike like like pushes Arya out of the way and sean goes hey that's your sister he's like let him go sean and then he leaves and as he walks mike and as he walks away he screams Go to hell. And it becomes so apparent that his voice hasn't dropped yet, actually. I really wish we didn't have to have another Lucas Hannah scene. But here we are. But here we are. And it's formative for Hannah because Caroline yeah. and I were just discussing she didn't know what YouTube.com was before right now. Yeah, this is wild. So they're watching a video on what appears to be a rock. Um <laughs> It, it looks like they're in the Stone Age. This video is like, a, it's like a black and white film. Like and every, the Montgomery's every time house. Lucas presses a button, the computer makes a noise. It's like, it's like electricity. It's the sound of electricity. Anyway, they're watching a video of a cat playing ping pong. Hannah's way too excited about it. Yeah. It's like really unexciting and boring. Boring, boring. But I guess if you've never seen YouTube before, it could be exciting. Yes. So then she goes, who uploads this crap? And he goes, people with way more free time than me. Which is saying something. Which is saying something. But also, it's so funny because it's like, what do you mean who uploads this crap? You have, you have no familiarity with YouTube. <laughs> it's shocking. Um, so they get to a point where he wants to show her a video of a snowboarding turkey. Because of course. Yeah, of course. And their hands kind of like brush against Barely. It. Like her hand is on the laptop and his hand goes to type it in and like touches her hand. She does not even notice. That's how little this interaction means to her. Like, she is so not even... But what I think is kind of... So, she doesn't notice. And he's like, I'm sorry for invading your personal skin. (laughs) What, are you the bugs crawling under our skin? Like, what I think is kind of sweet about Hannah is, again, she's so unassuming. This guy is sitting here who is so clearly in love with her. And she can't see it because still in her head hefty hannah so she's not used to this like the only guy she's ever liked is sean is the only guy whose attention she ever wanted she got it and and then she wasn't thinking about anybody else so she wasn't paying attention she'd never literally experienced this feeling of a boy liking her and so it's sweet she's so unassuming she's not assuming that lucas is in love with her like a like a mean girl would allison would be like you're in love with me so they kind of get to that point where they're talking about 
Well, okay. Lucas goes, you know, for the longest time, I was so scared of you. And Hannah goes, scared of you? Why? And again, she's scared of me. Like, she does not see herself the same way everyone else sees her. And Lucas is like, well, not really you, but like your coven is what he calls them. Yeah, your coven. And she goes, we aren't witches. And he was like, well, maybe you use your powers for good, but Allison, like, not so much. And we didn't say it in the last episode, but there is a phrase that Mona used to describe Lucas that we learned was actually coined by Allison. So Allison called Lucas Hermie the Hermaphrodite for years. But in the episode before, Mona called him Hermie a couple times. So we, now we learn that like Mona's trying to be like Allison. That was actually something Allison said. And Hannah goes, well, you're not the only one Allison had a nickname for. She called me Hefty Hannah, which she can't believe that someone would have called her that. Um, and so that's kind of where we leave off. And Hannah, well, okay, we learned that Hannah knows the word hyphenated, which seems like more syllables than she's ever used well, in one word. Lucas kept saying, keeps saying, like, why were you friends with her? I don't get it. Like, she wasn't nice. Like, he keeps saying this. And she keeps saying, look, there was another side of her that you don't know. She had this way of making people feel really special. And Lucas won't let it go. So she's like, she goes, okay, is snowboarding turkey hyphenated or what? And she just wants to move on. And Caroline has an answer. It's not. <laughs> Spencer is sneaky. She shows up at the country club kitchen basically to find out if Alex is lying to her about having to work when they're supposed to have their do-over date. Because in Spencer's head, if the club is closed, no one could pop. Why would anybody be there doing She anything? doesn't understand work. Um, <laughs> there's a big breakfast thing tomorrow we learn. So Alex is making fruit kebabs and Spencer offers to help. So she's helping. But before she starts to help, the like manager comes in and he's like, who is this? And they don't say that she's a member of the club, just that she's his friend who's going to help. And he says, you have to wear a hairnet. And then he has this bizarre line where he's like, hey, if you need anything, don't call me. I'll be laying in a pile of my own waste. Un- Hello? Believe- what, the fuck? what does that mean? A pile of your own waste? I mean, my mind is going a million different places and none of them are cute <laughs> places to be. I'm repulsed by this this line. Um, I think we could have done without it. Um, but if I have to hear it, so do you. So anyway, Spencer puts a hairnet on and starts making melon ball kebabs with Alex or something like mm-hmm. that. Which is pretty cute. And he's like blown away by this girl, this he rich goes, girl at the country club who wants to help in the kitchen. He's staring at her. He goes, if your parents could see their little girl now. So She goofy. goes, they stay on the other side of that door. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're forbidden love. We, we love forbidden love for Spencer. <laughs> so then she has to go look for something for whatever they're doing. And she goes into like a storage room. And he says, it's maybe on the bottom shelf. And so she opens this cabinet. And lo and behold, we find the bitch board. Oh, my God. I thought it was called the bitch port. What? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> This is so annoying of you. <laughs> like, listen, like, learn English. Wow, your English is really bad. So, <laughs> my God. Um, so it's called the bitch board, as we are told. And uh, I had no trouble understanding it either. <laughs> Wait, what's even worse, guys, is that I, we... <laughs> He said it, and we were sitting here, and I went, oh, my God, the bitch port. And Caroline laughs. I said bitch port the first time. I didn't hear you. I tune you out when we're not recording. <laughs> I just like want to save it all for now. I'm like, I want the electricity, the magic moment of I'm this. I'm bored that you just said that. Oh my god. I'm kidding. What if it was a fire? And I was like, fire. 
And you were like, I would no. smell it. And I would know. <laughs> I would smell it. Actually. I'd actually smell. I would actually see it probably before you. And I would actually probably see it before you because I'm older <laughs> than you. And that's just kind of how that works. So anyway, Spencer <laughs> opens the bitch board and she finds all these pictures of the different club members and they have faces, you know, like horns and how mean things written time? on them. And How do they have the time to print these pictures out? Well, they're about to like make out in the kitchen. So it seems like they actually have plenty of time. <laughs> Um, and Spencer actually finds her own photo and it's on the board and it has devil horns and a little devil goatee and Alex runs in and sees her. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't look at that. Too late. She's already ripped her picture off. She's like, who did this? He says, not me. I do want to say, he goes, I, I've never seen your photo there before. But so he doesn't do you think say it was that a? first because I do, I think it's a, but he doesn't lead with like, I, I've never no. seen your picture there. He's like, it's just what we do to blow off steam. When someone's rude to us, we come back here and we do this. And she's like, and I made the cut. And then Alex says, well, I've never, I've never seen, seen your, your picture, picture there. there like, before. yeah, yeah. It would have really probably helped this whole thing. If yeah. you just would have led with that, uh, but then Melissa we wouldn't have this amazing scene. Melissa has something. I don't know what's written on hers, but hers has like more embellishments yeah else's. but i also want to know spencer is like floored that she could have possibly made the cut but let's flash back to the first time she met alex when alex is like hey we're close oh yeah and she's like, what like, what you're close that is true i just started well and i'm sure spencer has her moments like look yeah. who she was raised by her father didn't care at all about getting any of them into trouble and honestly spencer just could have been lumped into that like yeah but she gets really upset about it, and she just ends up leaving. Cute little Emily Maya rekindling. It is what a turning point for this couple, because, like, now I feel like we can really... Not that we haven't not been rooting for them, but, like, Maya's been so annoying. Yeah, and Maya has been scene, hard to stomach, and Emily has been really pushing it away. So, and, you know, we're supposed to be, like, on Emily's side in the show, so I think that's probably why. But Maya has just finished up jazz band rehearsal, and Emily enters the room. She says, hey, I know you don't want to talk to me right now, but could you just listen? And Maya's like, and? <laughs> like, what? And I, I love how Maya's playing the little game. Like, yeah, you kind of given Emily an even harder time. Good for you. Um, but also, I mean, not because Emily wasn't ready to come out of the closet, but just because Emily's been kind of a bitch, like, yeah. to Maya about yeah. everything. Like, she was on fire at the homecoming dance and, like, taking Toby. Like, you don't have to come out of the closet and be openly into Maya, but you also didn't have to do that. Like, you could have There's let a lot her of know. Here. I don't know. Anyway. I mean... It's expected. They're both kind of misstepping in, in different ways. Yeah. But there is they seem to be starting to figure it out because Emily's like, <laughs> Emily actually says something that I still don't understand this line, if I'm being completely honest, because Emily leads with, you know that picture of me and you kissing? Well, a lot of people are probably going to see it. And it's yeah, like, why does she say that? Like, we actually never get like. Are you gonna plaster them like on everybody's Did a, locker? Like, threaten her with some like. I can't think of a I single thing. I can't think of it either. I wonder if it's just because she knows Hannah's seen it now, so she's like, okay, like Everyone's I know that a has it, and she is right because remember we saw a printing out all that those copies. True. Maybe she Emily's like, I found a room and it's just full of the pictures, so I think everyone's I gonna just probably see you, them. I just thought you should want to know. My guess is they will be distributed. <laughs> It's Maya, just so funny. Maya goes, well, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Or yeah, Maya like is cool Maya's, and collected. Yeah, she sure. doesn't give a fuck. Emily basically says, look, I want to give this a try. I'm I'm doing this new thing where I'm being honest with myself, which is the cheesiest and then line she goes, ever. Then she like pauses and she looks at Maya and she goes, how am I doing? I'm like, ah! How am I doing so far? I hate. I hate. It's just so, again, these lines. These li we don't even need to say it. it. These lines. Um, and Maya's like, you're doing all right. So I guess they're going to give it a shot. 
We'll see, I'm sure. Ella has found her power. I love it for her. Girl, they're leaving this principal meeting. Ella is sprinting out of there. She is. She's literally racing. And my thoughts are we couldn't wait until we were out of the school, out of the hallway, they the just singular hallway. Airing their family drama, their like the school drama they were just talking about, all of it. They don't care. They are in a hallway. Kids are passing by. They are screaming. literally airing out their dirty Honestly, laundry. Honestly, very Ezra and Aria. They're, oh. Like this is like like the same, it, it's gotta be the same hallway. There's like one out if of four. There's only chance. one, I know. There's a 100% chance. <laughs> so they're leaving the meeting about Mike's little brawl in the hallway. And it has apparently brought some things to light about the trouble they're having co parenting and, and what is the effect of this family drama on our children. Obviously, Mike doesn't have a history of doing this, so he must be acting out. Um, and apparently Arya has been skipping her classes, which is news to me. <laughs> Did well, you mean, know? It, sh- it shouldn't be news to you because they're never in class. They're I know, but it's like in the woods. Right now she's at Ezra's <laughs> freaking Ezra. She's at Ezra's apartment. Like, no, I know. Literally anywhere but a classroom. But we don't see the other girls in classrooms either. So they're like all skipping class all day long. Y- no, yeah. they aren't. Hannah says in like a couple minutes that she. Then why are they at the school? Class. If you are at the school, they have to be there for homeroom. We see, <laughs> so they just hang on the hall all day. There's yeah, one. Did you know? <laughs> this is the first we're hearing about Arya skipping classes. I could have put the pieces together. Anyway, um, oh my god! <laughs> oh my okay. god! My eyes. <laughs> guys, my I'm allergies. So sad. My allergies are so bad. Just get it the fuck together. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, then. I will. Jump okay, okay, in. okay. So they're leaving and Ella basically like she whirls around and she's like, this isn't working. And she hasn't known what she wants up to this point in regards to Byron staying there. But she's now said, you know, our kids are seeing this. You can't sleep on the couch like some drunk uncle. And she goes, well, I don't want to leave. And she goes, well, I don't want you to stay. I love that Which is amazing. And she delivers it so perfectly. Like the over-articulation is amazing. But what I love so much is just that she has finally, like she didn't want to make that decision before. And so we've seen growth for Ella. And we love that. It's rare in the Montgomery household to see growth. It's an episode of growth for many. Yes, for sure. Um, And with that, she whirls away and storms out of the school. Yeah, fuck you, Byron. (laughs) Arya's got some nerve. Girl, Arya is going to get a restraining order. She's giving me a lot of stress. Yeah. So Arya shows up to apartment 3B and is banging on Ezra's door and is like, Ezra. Screaming his name. Then drawing finally, so much attention to herself. Like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go. She sees someone walking down the hall. So she like starts to head out. And well, then- when she's walking out, though, we see her outfit. Um, this is, I guess, the first real outfit breakdown I'm doing, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but I do need to mention this theme, this parallel between an elf and (laughs) Arya Montgomery just keeps getting more and more glaring as, as each moment goes by. So Arya's wearing, like, little elf booties. Like, the toe is literally curling up. She's wearing little ankle booties that are shaped like elf shoes, like a freaking, what are they called, Keebler? No, those are the Keebler elves. Oh, my God. I love those cookies. Anyway, she's wearing knee-high socks with those, and it's just like, oh, my God. I don't think she Just find yourself. Just go find yourself, and then come back once you have. She thinks she has. I don't want to be here for this. I don't want to be here for this. I don't think she owns socks that come below her knees. No, she's like, I have to wear ankle socks in gym. She's, like, wearing the gym uniform and then, like, knee-high socks (laughs) that are, like, fancy. They're not like the striped one. She turns back around after this woman leaves the hallway and she does something so bold that I really, 
I cannot believe she does she this. She makes a completely insane decision. She lifts up Ezra's doormat, finds his spare key, and lets herself into his apartment. She walks in and she goes, Ezra? Imagine if he had been in there. If he had been in there and been purposely ignoring your phone calls. Would you not just dissolve on the spot if you walked in there and he... Not her. She's like, like, we (gasps) have some... We're in love. I want to know, like, actually how much time has passed. This This is just completely deranged behavior. But she's so lucky. She happens to be walking in as there is a voicemail being left on his phone, on his home phone. The most informational voicemail ever left in Yeah, they just don't do voicemails like they used to, apparently. Ezra, are you ready for your interview tomorrow at whatever preparatory Harrison country day it's in new york and they don't forget to bring your new york certification yeah it's how the person says it it's like okay you needed us to pick up those three exact things and now the scene's over so aria has gathered that as ezra is applying for jobs other places so their relationship might be in more danger than thinks and it also tells us where he is he's in new york that's why he's not at school okay so let's just we're just going to go over this Sean Hanna scene real quick because it's boring and annoying. So Sean has a complete Jekyll and Hyde moment. Oh, you don't know what Jekyll and Hyde is. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going a jackass moment. Dr. Like, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I like know who they are, but like, I don't know why they They're the they same person. Oh. It's like his like alter ego. It's evil. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anyway, Sean has that. He walks in, he's like, hey, Hannah Banana, I brought your books, and I heard you weren't in English, and you're right, we do learn that Hannah's been skipping class, because she says, I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> so, like, was she with Lucas? Is that what she was doing during class? I don't have a clue. When else would she have time to watch 8,000 YouTube videos? That's true, they're so that busy, busy, busy. During the school day, yes. He asks Hannah what she's working on. She's not working on anything, actually. She's still watching the turkey snowboarding. She's obsessed with it. She makes him watch, and he's like, this is stupid. And she's like, no, 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 keep watching. There's a half pipe coming up. (laughs) Hannah, I'm sorry. It's not that funny. It is not that funny. And you know that. You know that. Yeah. And Sean goes, that's so fake. He goes, it's so not real. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah's like, and he goes, I'm going to put on some music on so we can study. And she pulls up this, like, Sounds like like that. No, but it's also like this archaic music player that I've never seen before in my life. Is that how it looked? I don't, I can't, no, that is not how it looks. I don't know. They're trying to be so generic, I guess. And he's like, can you put it a little lower? And he just has all this attitude. He's being such a jerk and whatever. We're done with that. We're going into a really hot scene. This transition, so the, the song that Hannah plays is the same song that we end up hearing as we pan to Alex cooking in the kitchen at the club. he It's like sort of like a tango kind of feel in the song. And so he's frying up some veggies and he's literally like tangoing by himself at the stove. So he seems completely unbothered by everything that just happened between him and Spencer, which if I was Spencer, would piss me off. She walks into the kitchen and sees him and she's like smiling to herself. I would be like, excuse me, you are not torn up enough about this. (laughs) No, so fair, actually. So Spencer goes, did you make enough for whatever? And he goes, I always make enough for two. And then he grabs her, he kisses her hand and they start tangoing. It turns out Spencer's an incredible tango dancer. (laughs) <laughs> anyway they're tangoing <laughs> and then there's this moment where they turn and he like grazes his hand up her arm bizarre to me but 
but like it's like a very mature kind of like sensual yeah. scene for 16 year olds and they start making out and all i can think as he's whirling her around this kitchen the stove is on i'm worried about the veggies oh, they're definitely sure. burning and her hair she's not wearing the hairnet anymore and her hair is swinging every which way it's you are violating about a million health code <laughs> We have a few um, little little vignettes in our in our montage for the end of the episode. We start in Arya's room where we do see the ugliest painting to ever exist. The giving painting. Toby a run for his money. Anyway. Oh so my god! Yes, we learned that it's actually for the art fair. There is an art fair coming which up. Is even so more she wasn't that, like other people. She's painting this so other people will see it. Yes, that is horrifying. She's painting it to get compliments. If we really think oh, about of it. course. And also like, oh, you're so deep. Like, and anyone who doesn't like it, she's like, they just don't get it. They just don't understand it. That's true. So she's reading this book that Ezra gave her, and there's a note on the inside cover that says, "For when you need to leave Rosewood, Ezra." Signed, Ezra. What if her parents found it? I know it's I. Well, their parents are so uninvolved. Same reason her mom didn't care who sent the flowers. Like, it's it's wild to me. But Mike gets home, and and Arya like. (laughs) <laughs> the way that she puts this book down, she's like, oh, oh, oh. she's like tossing it <laughs> all over, a puts things. it down. She's like, Mike, what is going on? Like next time you're going to pull something like this, at least choose someone who's not twice your, twice size. your size. And basically she's like, I see what you're doing. You're crying up for help. He denies it. And that's really that. More interested in what happens next. We get the first still of the Toyota Corolla wow. in action. In action. Emily driving Ms. it. Fields, F1 driver, driving on the yes. road. Yes, she's girl. listening to yes. shut up and drive. She's I mean, she's up, not, but. She's going approximately 70 miles an hour. Less. I would say she's going like a, like a strict seven. Right when she sees. Actually, the song that's playing is like, have you ever wanted my <laughs> You literally legally can't keep that in. You're right. Uh, it'll be, I can't it, support we'll, we'll women be sued. <laughs> We'll be sued for copyright because it's so close to how it sounds in the show. Anyway, so it's this really like moody song. And Emily approaches the Kavanaugh house and sees Toby's mangled motorcycle being yeah. brought home and we see a weeping jenna on the front por- weeping like she is weep sobbing and even. she is in she might be weeping because she realizes that all these freaking people have to see her and have this seen her in the leggings oh my god mom's gonna be sorry girl distraught Mom, hearing so that different. then we flip back to the montgomery house but this time we see byron and ella and, and this, this this gorgeous garage door i was thinking the same thing it's i like, literally wrote it's it down like massive i love it's massive it looks like a, they look like, like a medieval home it's like a dark though. wood i dark love it wood. anyway very tall they don't let us focus on the beautiful exterior of this home for much longer because you're you're all of a sudden so filled with the anger of the fact that byron now gets to stay in the yeah, house i can't wrap my head around how Ella's the one leaving. I'm so mad. Ella's Is it because she wanted him to leave? Like, he's the one who ruined your marriage. No. So I'm just not understanding why she now has to leave the comfort of her own home. Byron? I... <laughs> Byron, I'm literally speechless. <laughs> we get a sweet little scene with Spencer. Well, it's not it's really sweet. Not, I was going to say it's not Something definitely all. happened. Oh, we... Okay. Spencer and Hannah are, like, feuding right now. For some 
it's Mona probably caused it because we saw last episode anytime Spencer was around. True. Okay, here's actually what it is. That might be part of it, Mona, but I think that maybe there's some animosity there because Spencer really wanted Hannah to get the file and like they were kind of fighting all last episode about whether or not she should do it. So maybe yeah. it's the residual. There's just there's some bad there. there's some bad blood and you can tell in like every interaction they have. Emily's sitting there telling them how she saw Toby's motorcycle and she says it looked like it was wrecked. It's like, girl. <laughs> okay, that could actually mean a lot of things. There are there are varying degrees of wreck. But it's also like so obviously, like, yeah, yeah, it did. It it, it was wrecked. wrecked. It was actually on a tow truck because it was wrecked. Yes. So, so Emily, um, great, so great work on that. Um, Spencer kills me. No pun intended with this next line. She goes. Well, I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> and, and neither you should neither. Um, okay, so if Toby was dead, you literally would not give a fuck. You literally ruined <laughs> this guy's <laughs> life <laughs> and are the reason that he would be dead. And you're like, oh, whatever. Ever loyal, Hannah goes, she can feel, she can cry if she wants yes, to. If she I liked love, him, she can cry about I it. Love, I love, I love, And Spencer says, well, sorry for talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay we get it you're like fighting you're having a little cat fight just like enough for like literally no apparent reason if we're being honest no apparent yeah. reason and spencer ends up saying like sorry i'm sorry and hannah apologizes and so maybe they're having a little moment where they where they kiss and make up but it's interrupted by the sound of a text message Which coming they, in from a they think it might be aria at first and then oh yeah hannah goes it's probably aria something <laughs> weird's going down at her house like, like it is acting like it's just like a ghost sighting like it's like maya was walking around the house and now there's like a she's like everybody actually knows that like Ella's leaving the house. Like I, it, they're actually there are these weird lights like coming out of Arya's house. Like it's lighting up the whole street. It's like shaking. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's you guys floating. Have the, you guys have seen the, the have you guys seen like Hotel Transylvania? It's like a similar kind of vibe with her house right now. And you guys have seen the painting she's been making. So like oh something's going on. Oh my god, they came to life sure. actually. Yeah. They read the text and it says, "Thanks for getting Toby out of my way." A. And Spencer grabs the phone out of Emily's hand and reads it and then reads it to the girls. And you can tell that it's taking everything in her to not like scream. And not be like, woohoo, we won freedom. <laughs> like Spencer's like trying to hide her smile. No, I think Spencer's pissed because she's wrong. She was wrong. She was so sure oh, Toby was A and now she's right. reading it and she doesn't have, she has to be like, huh. I forgot. Instead she's of just like, like, oh, what is this feeling? <laughs> so that's kind of where we are Pan out on the girls are all sit- sitting in the strange. Hannah looks the most comfortable. Spencer's doing yoga. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> is crisscrossed applesauce on this bay window where she has like maybe six inches of space. Emily is like acting like she's posing for her school picture, like legs crossed. Yeah, hands angles in her lap. crossed, angles crossed. Yes. And like Hannah, what we learned a cotillion. Yeah, Hannah's like sitting like a normal person, like one leg up, like comfy cos. Anyway, comfy cos. So we zoom out and. That's where we leave the girls. We are finishing out the episode with an A scene. This actually is one of my favorite A scenes. It's I classic. Think. It's so good. So, you know, Aria was so sure that she destroyed Toby's file. We knew it wasn't going to be destroyed. We see those papers floating downstream and somebody is at the edge of the riverbank and raking the papers in and collecting them. So Man, they are not, in fact, destroyed. And Jenna, if she was worried that those papers might have gotten into the wrong hands, we now know she was actually totally justified in that. We're not going to read the synopsis of next week's episode. At least you can say the word. Oh, my God. Master Phoebe, do you want to? All right. So the title of episode eight is Please Do Talk About Me When I'm Gone. An iconic (laughs) title and something I want written on my gravestone. (laughs) 
The day of Allison's memorial is around the corner, and the girls are ready to say their goodbyes. But when Allison's brother Jason arrives, Spencer, Aria, Hannah, and Emily quickly learn that saying goodbye is at the bottom of his list. Why Uh are they hyphenating goodbye in the synopsis? We're really into hyphens in this episode. Right. uh It's like a new theme, but also I think goodbye can be hyphenated. And who are you to say can't be? Which just seems like a waste of time. Anyway, (laughs) you know what? That is a really time consuming thing. (laughs) I love this. It's literally an extra key. Anyway. I love... Well, if your Guam is anything like mine, that's not taking you much time. Am I <laughs> right, ladies? No, really. Comment on the la- comment on the photo reference post what your Guam is. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, my God. Okay, well, look it up. Is it from Bit? Yeah, of course. Bit class? Business? How fast can you type is what I'm asking. How fast can you type, muchacho? So these are the questions we'll be asking and answering on next week's episode. Yes, my favorite, one of my favorite episodes, but probably my favorite episode from season one. Wow. All right. Well, I can't wait. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode seven of the Pretty Little Podcast, and we'll see you next week.